Hey guys, welcome back to Double Dose. Hey Taylor. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. What's been going on? Not too much. Um, I've been in Melbourne actually and I just got back uh, Sunday. Love it. Yeah, fresh from Melbourne. But I um, took two weeks off the gym and this morning I went for the first time and it was cardio. Yeah. And it was such a hard session. I ended up vomiting. (laughs) (laughs) I've never vomited from a workout before ever in my life. And so that's how you know I worked hard. Question first. Yeah. In the gym, where did you vomit? The toilet. Okay. So, so it you was made like, it there. To, yeah, it was towards the end of the session and the girl's like, 90 seconds left, like hold a plank. I'm like, I'm about to throw up. And she thought I was kidding. And she was like, haha, come on, let's go. And I'm like, oh my God, okay, I have to do this. So I've like gotten into my plank and I'm like the whole time just like, don't vomit, don't vomit, don't vomit in my head. And then as soon as it was done, I just like bolted for Ran. the toilet and oh my um, yep, spewed. Um, but then I started walking towards my car. I was like literally doubled over. I was like so sick. Got to my car, put the aircon on full blast and just sat there. Just like zombie. Dying. Yeah, yeah. But so I wanted to talk about this because this thing happens to me that's really weird. And I have no one I've ever spoken to has had it happen. It's just me and my brother. It's so strange. When I'm really dehydrated or I'm really hungry mm-hmm. or my blood sugar is low, I lose hearing. Usually in just one ear, like completely deaf in one ear. But this, at this occasion, I must've been like all of those three things because I lost my hearing in both ears and I literally could not hear a fucking thing. And you had to drive. And I had to drive. And this happens a lot. Like I've been to the doctor, to three separate doctors about it, to be like, why does this happen to me? And they're like, they almost think I'm making it up or something because they've never heard of it before. But I've spoken to my brother and he's like, yeah, it happens to me too. Anyway, so yeah, I drove home deaf. <laughs> I got <laughs> home, stuffed my face with some avocado on toast and um, my hearing came back. So That's so funny. It's so weird. That definitely doesn't happen to me. But remember that time when I told you that one time after having sex, I lost my oh hearing. Oh my God, yeah. And then what? it came back like half an hour later. I remember that. That's so strange. But maybe it had something to do with it. Because May- I'm pretty sure we had filmed episodes and I had just a super busy day up here in the Gold Coast and went back did whatever I was probably dehydrated and tired and couldn't hear I wonder if we have it too but I also wanted to talk about like because it's just like such a strange thing to happen and to have happen to you and it reminded me of my best friend Jemima she has this weird thing where whenever she eats specifically um eggs benedict she faints that's that's too much her mum has it too and i swear to god she's like not a liar like every she says every time i eat eggs benedict i faint what has to be some ingredient in that's there? that's what we've decided yeah i'm like there has to be something in there that you're allergic to but we don't know what it is but like that it's pretty simple isn't it it's just like eggs it's probably the sauce what is it eggs, eggs sometimes and- rocket sometimes ham yeah a muffin right so I don't know, but it's just so funny and it makes me laugh every single time because I'm like, that is so fucking strange, Jemima. <laughs> she, I reckon she's hyped herself up and now she knows now she, whenever I eat it, I, I'm just going to faint. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but I want to know if like anyone has any weird shit like this happen to them, like that's very strange and nothing else, no one else has it. I've never fainted. I've only lost my hearing once, yeah, so okay. I don't know. But maybe our listeners need to yeah, write in. Yeah, I literally want people to tell me because I love this stuff. What, your weird bodily yeah. reactions? <laughs> your, yeah, your bodily Everyday malfunctions. Things. Yeah, That's so funny. 
Okay, guys. So we are starting off with a new segment, which is a little bit fun. It's a little bit of a get to know us segment, I think. It is. Me too. It's uh, two truths and a lie. So uh, Taylor (laughs) and I both have our three facts and we need to figure out which one is the lie. So do you want to go first? I will go first. Okay. Um, I'm nervous. I don't know how much you know about me. Okay. I've made mine, I told you before, categorized as well. Yeah. So this one is about travel. Okay. I have been to 21 countries. I hooked up with one of my Kentucky leaders and I saw a live sex show in Amsterdam. Okay. I think the lie is that you've been to 21 countries. Wrong. <gasps> no way. <laughs> Go you. I didn't hook up with a Kentucky leader. Oh, Another girl did. <laughs> I so thought that, that was a you thing. It wasn't me. Damn. They're actually married now. Really? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. I have been to 21 countries oh and my I God. did watch a live sex show. I, I believe that because I've been to Amsterdam in. and I know Amsterdam and I know it's a bit crazy. Yeah. The red light district. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens if I get you wrong too? Uh, we both have to drink. Okay. <laughs> double dose. It really is double dose. Yeah. When I was six, I face planted into dog shit. <laughs> I fell off a horse when I was 10. I duxed a year 12 subject when I was in year 11. Wait, you what? Duxed. What does that mean? It's like when you're the ducks of something. Do you know what that means? Yeah, like you're the You like the get grade. the top score, yeah. What was the subject? Geography. You're not actually meant to ask questions. Yeah, <laughs> you're not involved. <laughs> um... Now I've now given that one away. I think the horse one is the lie. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I never face planted into dog shit. Oh, I, I wanted that to be true because <laughs> it would have been so funny. So we're both wrong. Should we do it at the same time? Yeah, we're going to do it together. We're in this together. Oh, Mine's very full. Oh, there goes the okay. iPad. Three, two, one. Oh. It's all over my hand. <laughs> oh, don't lick it. <laughs> Set <Yeah>. a sanitizer. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> okay, Annie, let's get into the sealed section. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about healing your body naturally. Okay. I all different this. kinds of methods. I feel like we're both pretty into this. We are. It's like holistic health. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. And I'm not saying we're experts. No. But just, I feel like this is just like what we've learned. Yeah. We're both on our journeys. I feel like we yeah. both research like as a hobby. We do. <laughs> Anything that's wrong with me, it's I'm like, like straight on Google. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Is there anything that you feel like you have helped Mm-hmm. naturally well yeah I mean I think like I think I've said on previous episodes about my candida overgrowth and the cleanse that I went on that has like changed my life and my perspective on holistic health and all of that because I would have just lived forever with candida and been in pain all the time and like never healed it and I think the only way to heal it is through holistic health yeah. like you have to obviously change your diet take supplements all of that stuff but in the process of doing the cleanse I've figured out all these other things about like natural skincare natural haircut hair care you know I use like castor oil in my hair to help my hair grow and I have to say it's worked yeah um I do things like this is going to sound crazy but I put castor oil in my belly button to help with my period pains oh I think I've seen you post about that yeah like there's just so many things that I would never have known about if I never did the cleanse or like started researching this stuff yeah and I just think it's a whole world that people are just unaware of 100% yeah mine Like my mindset comes a lot from my partner actually, but now I feel like I've just taken it to the next level. But we always say that like 200 years ago, 
people had less disease and less medicine. Mm-hmm. So there has there's some kind of yeah. correlation. Like anything that goes wrong, I'm like, I just need to know what herbs to take or how to fix it. Exactly. And I think also like, you know, and I'm not saying that chemicals cause cancer or anything like that, but like it is strange and a bit of a coincidence that like the amount of cancer in the world has, is like at, at its highest and we have so many chemicals in like our food, in the products we use and like all of that stuff. Like there has to be a correlation there yeah. because I don't believe that there was this much, much cancer 40,000 years ago. I mean, it also could just have not been detected, but <laughs> I truly believe that it didn't exist. Yeah. There's um something that I've recently gone into and it's, I think they're called like little plasticites or something yeah. in candles, in perfumes, in perfumes body sprays. apparently really bad. And they can mess with your hormones. I have heard this. And I've been having this issue with, I have sort of known that my hormones have been a bit out of balance, mm-hmm. which we did discover since, they're actually okay. Is that since the fibroids? Or? Since the fibroids, yeah. yes. But I went throughout all of my candles, Same. got rid of anything that was like really, really synthetic and all my fragrances are like don't have these plasticites in them now um and then yeah my results came back fine and I am getting better so I'm like is it because a couple months ago I I went and threw all these things out yeah I don't know well it's crazy like I there's things because I have had a hormonal issues and I have endometriosis and whatever so I've been doing my research on it as well and I've been doing things like dry brushing my body is really good for hormone balancing um having natural sea salt water in the morning Okay. On an empty stomach. Um, I have two Brazil nuts every single day because they're really high in selenium, which is good for hormone balancing. Like there's just so many things. So many little things. Putting your feet on grass and standing there or sitting there with your feet in grass for like 10 minutes a day. It's called grounding. Mm-hmm. That's really good for hormone balancing. I didn't know that. Yeah. See, they're little things that I could – it's so easy. So and easy. You know what? Even if you think it's not going to work, it's not going to hurt you It as can't well. hurt. It's exactly. Not, like nothing's going to go It has well. to be at least good for your mental health to do – you know, those types of things, being yeah. out in the sunshine and, you know, whatever. And a lot of it as well, we talked about this a little bit earlier um, off air, but like it's it comes down to stress. And like if you're doing those things like meditating, grounding, yeah. you have your routine with your water and your nuts, it just makes you more present exactly. and then it's going to help balance things. Exactly All because right. of your brain anyway. Yeah. There's I, no negatives. Even I was talking to my holistic health coach yesterday because my digestion yesterday was so bad, like nothing was moving. I went to bed last night in pain and I said to her, I was like, I'm not stressed. Well, I'm not worried about it because I know why. It's because I was stressed all day and I was eating while stressed, mm-hmm. which that can disrupt your um, digestion because your body goes into fight or flight and shuts down your digestive system to help deal with like whatever you know, else is going on. Exactly. So it's crazy like how my perception of it has changed. I used to freak out and be like, oh, my God, what did I eat that caused this? It's actually not what I was eating. It was my stress levels. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What would you say is like your top tip for people who, I don't know, want to start doing things naturally, holistically? I actually have a couple yeah. now that I think about it. One would be to not resist change mm-hmm. and trying something different. I, This is going to link into my other tip. And the other one would be to not just believe what one health professional is telling you. Because mm-hmm. this happened to me when I got put on the pill and I look back now and I'm like, that is the worst thing for me. But it's all at my mum and my GP knew exactly. at the time. Yeah. So I think it's just not to resist doing anything different and also to try and if you're not ready to come off prescription medication, at least be aware of, you know, if your body's not quite working right, be like, oh, it could be because I'm putting 
this medicine inside of me. Like just be so thorough with knowing the yes. um, side effects of everything that you take. Really. 100%. They're my top two tips. Love that. Yeah. What about you? I think like coming off of what you've said, I would say, you know, always get a second or even third opinion and not necessarily, yeah, if from a GP or whatever, maybe go see a naturopath or start doing, doing your research as you and I have both done yeah. and start looking at alternatives because mm. um, there's so much out there, you know, there's things like acupuncture, you know, Chinese medicine, whatever. There's so many different alternatives. You don't necessarily have to go with you know, a doctor, which is what everyone does. Because the first piece of advice that you get. Yeah, like a GP is very general. They mm. don't know about the ins and outs. Even when I went to them about my digestive problems, they had no idea. And that's yeah. a medical issue, you know. So I think just do your research and be open to other avenues. And if you're not going to be open to it, then don't do it. You really have to be ready to jump in like with your – yeah. first or try it try all the crazy yeah. things exactly try everything i remember when i first was trying to grow my hair and you i think messaged me on yes. instagram and i had all these people sending me their rosemary water <laughs> recipes i'm like okay i'm not the only crazy person acting like a witch i'm making literally this potion. my potion i have so many potions <laughs> i just brew at home <laughs> it was so funny i love your photos on your close friends when like you've got your tea your hair's up like you just i can tell you've done your whole holistic my whole day <laughs> process yeah my hair turban it's my favorite it's the best <laughs> Okay, guys, so we have a new segment that we have introduced. We are going to be giving advice to our followers. So Taylor and I put up a question box not long ago asking if anyone had anything they wanted advice on um, and we got someone respond. So I'm going to read it out. I'm going to dive right into it. So thoughts on a mate staying with his girlfriend despite catching her under a bloke she works with. What advice do you have, Taylor? I had some thoughts. Yeah. Obviously I wrote down so I didn't forget. But my first thought was, who is this guy to be writing in on behalf of his mate? I understand that he's concerned. Do we actually think it might actually be him? It could be, <laughs> it could be him and he's just like feeling guilty for yeah. staying with her. In that case, if you're writing in and you're pretending to be someone else, you know the answer to the question then. Yeah, exactly. But if it really is a mate... He just because he is not okay with it, how do you know that your friend's not like, oh my god, that's so hot. My my girlfriend went and fucked someone right. else. That's cool. Yeah, but I, I suppose if this if it is his mate, he wouldn't be asking this if he wasn't upset about it. Do you yeah, know what I mean? I just think why what's gotten you so upset? Well, like, you know what? I, I like know. it because this was a male and I think, you know, my I've had a lot of bad experiences with men, as we know. Mm -hmm. And I think it's nice that he is upset about it and that he is because, you know, it shows that men have emotions. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do like that. I'm like, this is, you know, he's obviously someone who he has a boundary. And yes. if this was him in the situation, he would not stay with her. Exactly. And he's mature enough to uh, express that to us, which is great. But, but I his think, friend might not be at that stage. Yeah. And I think this is the thing. Like, you can obviously talk to your friend and say, you know, like, I don't think you should stay with her. She's cheated on you. She's done this. Like, she, she's obviously not valuing your relationship, whatever. You can tell him that till the cows come home, but at the end of the day, he's going to do what he wants to do. Yeah. So you, I feel like what you would do is just give him the advice that you can and then let him make his informed decision. You can't push anyone to do something that they don't want to do. And if yeah. he want, chooses to stay with her, you just have to respect that. Yeah. You might not like her, but that's just how it is, mm. in my opinion. You have to support him. Yeah. And I also was thinking like, 
it might be coming from a place of insecurity from his friend yes. for staying with her. Exactly. I think it happens all the time. Like people put themselves, well, not put themselves, but end up in toxic situations and because that's what they know for months or years or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she she did this thing, but it's not that bad because, you know, we went out to dinner and it's okay yeah. and it's all going to be all right and they just, you know, they, they don't want to be alone. I think Yeah, and I think there's always that fear of I'm not going to find anything better. Like this yeah. is just what it is and I have to deal with it. The problem is that when you stay with them, that level of trust is now gone. Mm-hmm. So it becomes this anxiety because – Obviously, this person's not going to stop thinking about, okay, what's she doing when she's not with me? Is she with other guys? Like, you can't. And I think that's, it's all downhill from there. There's no coming back from that. You can't regain that trust. It's impossible. Yeah, and on her end as well, she's like, oh, well, I got away with this. So, like, if I reply to some guy's Instagram story, he's never going to know. And it's okay because I've already done worse. And, like, he'll come back if I did even. Yeah. Yeah. It's really tough to be a friend, but you need to support his decision. Yeah. Voice your opinion, but. Exactly right. Yeah, let me choose to stay. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep, agreed. Okay, guys, we have a special guest joining us, Priscilla Martin. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you guys? We good. are good. Long time no see. I know. No Back together on the screen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll jump straight into it. So you are a very successful business owner. How did you get to where you are with your beauty business? So I first started when I was 18. Um, I pretty much finished school and I just knew that I did not want to work for anyone else. I just not would not rock up to work. So I decided I'm going to have to work for myself. Yeah. And back then beauty was really undeveloped. So I first did TAFE and I actually did my makeup course. I had no intention doing lashes, brows, any of that. Yeah. And then did it and just fell in love and then got straight into it. And then first in my bedroom, then in my brother's bedroom. <laughs> And then turned that into a salon and then we had a shop and then another salon. So it's been pretty good so far. Um, pretty proud of myself. But yeah, first started just because I did not want to work for anyone else. Yeah, yeah I feel that. So you have two salons now? Yeah, so I did have two. I had a shop and a home salon. Oh. And then working with somebody else um, when you're not in control is very hard, especially yeah. when they're a hairdresser. Mm-hmm. So I just decided better to just do my home salon. And then we yeah. changed that up when I was in Europe. My parents did me a really lucky gift. So now it looks so good, so perfect. Oh and my yeah. God. Yay. Mm. Yeah, I've seen your photos. It's so cute. Right. It's like aesthetically pleasing. I wish it was a little bit better, but like in terms of like more shelving, but I'm trying to keep it professional and like less shit everywhere. You know what I mean? And you can always change it. Exactly. That's the beauty of it being in your house. Exactly. Exactly. It's so good. So you also do OnlyFans. Yes. How did you, how did you get into that? Um, so it was pre- when COVID kind of first started happening and everyone started like, I guess, losing their jobs, obviously beauty was still okay. Like I was still afloat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually started with Snapchat premium. Did you guys ever hear of that? Yeah. Oh yeah, my God. How I bad. I couldn't either. I it was, um, it was like a good $400 extra a week. And back then you're like, fuck yeah, good $400. Yeah, it's so good. Right? Yeah. And then obviously the shit thing was having to do two whole separate Snapchats because you're like, I mm-hmm. can't post on mine and then log in and do this. Um, but it was all right. It was okay for the time being. And then I thought, you know what? I'm actually over this. Like Snapchat's just kind of like, eh, you can only like do so much with it. Yeah. Then OnlyFans started coming and I was like, nah, I'm never going to be an OnlyFans girl. Eh? Like I'm not going to jump. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not going to jump on that bandwagon. And what did I do? Jumped on that bandwagon. Why not? Mm. But I'm pretty grateful that I got on before everybody else did. I'm sure you guys can agree with that. Because yeah. now it's just like so overpopulated and dense. And then people are like, why am I achieving those goals? Yeah. And it's like, um, you kind of missed the train a exactly. bit. I feel like I'm like I'm still new. What am no, I like yet. a year and four months in? But even 
so I've seen the change since yes. then. Yes. Yeah. So for does. you guys, it would be like 10 times. And yeah. then I guess in your defense, you've had TikTok that's blown yes. up. Yes. <laughs> Whereas like I've had an Instagram, I've had like four TikToks removed. Yeah. Um, I've had an Instagram account with like 48K gone. It's oh, the worst feeling. Yeah. yeah. So. Still kicking though. That <laughs> big TikTok just got taken down like a month oh, ago. Oh yeah, it did too. Yeah. That was so devastating. Annoying. What about yours? You kept getting them oh, taken down. Oh, I know. Down. I keep just <laughs> making new ones and then they get taken down and then I keep coming back. It's like your haters like cancelled, then you like pop back yep. up. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm back, back bitches. <laughs> <laughs> back and I'm better. But I wanted to ask you, how long have you been doing OnlyFans for? So I've been doing OnlyFans. I'm pretty positive for like, oh, fuck, maybe next year or this December is going to be like five years. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you really years. did get on early. Yeah, yeah. So, so i good. pretty sure I did beauty for one year and then I did pretty much straight into So it would have been 2019. That's when COVID started. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. So I'm shit at math, but that's. Yeah, I think that's. Almost Fuck, five. that's nearly five years yeah. next year. Holy shit. That's so crazy. It goes so <laughs> Holy fast. Holy shit. It goes so quick. Holy crap. Oh, my God. That's crazy. <laughs> so insane. I'm so excited to ask you this question. Mm, Give us it. a rundown on like a typical day or week with running both businesses. Okay. Shit. Um, so it depends, I guess, what week's busier. So mm -hmm. if it's beauty, it's obviously heavy beauty related. Um, I do the best I can with obviously getting on my OnlyFans. Um, as you can tell, if you're on my OnlyFans, I'm a shit replier, nine to five, because I'm doing a nine to five job. But after that, obviously, anytime that I can get content, I try and get content. I have kind of given up the whole doing my makeup every time to do content. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Oh my God. Yeah. Whenever, Went out the window a while literally <laughs> whenever you're ready, just get onto it. As long as your hair's done, I feel like the rest of you just follows. Mm -hmm. So um, if I'm doing beauty, it's heavily beauty related, but if it's like pre-advanced content, then I can book it in and I pretty much do at least, I try to do two days full content, whether it's TikTok, yeah. all of that. But unfortunately I feel like the beauty does end up coming first mm -hmm. and then I do as much content as I can. Um, but yeah. It's probably a good thing because you can give like that nine to five, you can give all of yourself to your clients and you know your subscribers are still going to be on. Yes. When you clock off at five, Literally. they're still there waiting for you. Literally, the only thing I think would be when you're so socially in your beauty business and then you have to go and talk to people on mm -hmm. OnlyFans, your social battery dies, yeah. you know, and yeah. it's just like there's not like I don't have five of me no. I mean I wish there was five or even ten but like <laughs> there's not it's just me and like you probably get it people complain when you're not replying yes on we were literally just talking about, about this right yeah. and like I've literally had um obviously we'll probably get into it later but the stalker thing and like someone started calling me because I literally wasn't replying on OnlyFans and I'm like what gives you the audacity to go and stalk my number yeah. to then call me that's so crazy you know? yeah like mm. I know they they can be a little bit needy sometimes some of them. So obviously on weeks where my beauty's like pretty dead and obviously I've got time to do content, um, I find like I get bored. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you only can do so much content a day before you get tired mm -hmm. or you're like I'm done with ideas. I'm actually smashed. Yeah. yeah. You, I guess it's good to sit on OnlyFans, but then you get bored. You're yes. like I need something fun. I need something spicy. Mm -hmm. Hundred percent. Mm. Yeah. So you mentioned on SBS Insight mm -hmm. that you have a passion for law. Yep. Can you tell us like why and how that came about? So pretty much when I was younger, I actually have no idea what triggered me into it. I think that I had a very confrontational and 
persuasive persona, especially in high school. I remember I was so good at persuasive writing. And then I thought, you know what? Like, let's try and do something where I had a bit of interest in. Mm -hmm. So I did my beauty and then I thought, you know what? I'm going to work for six months and then pick it up. And it was the most stressful six months of my life that I have ever done because you can't work full time, have a social job and be like 19, 18, trying to be a lawyer. Mm -hmm. So um, pretty much what really got me into it was animal laws. So when I was about in year 12, we started, you know, going to unis and like having a taste of it all. And animal law was so unregulated and just non-existent. And that triggered me. Yeah. um, Because obviously I think um, Griffith University was saying something about how cattle even if it crosses the line, you can shoot it or it's like not yours. And like, it's actually in the law. And like that triggered me. And I remember animals are classified as property. Mm. And so that triggered me. And so that's actually what pushed me into law. Yeah. Um, And then obviously when I started doing Snapchat premium and was still studying like literally in that six months, Mm -hmm. I actually did contract law, which would be the most boring is probably law, but it was so interesting to me because I'm like defamation, yes. fraud, all of that shit, yes. beneficial <laughs> for us now. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what triggered it. And then obviously going into sex work and just seeing how many, there isn't a woman presence mm-hmm. in it. And despite what I do for my past, I kind of wanted to push through it and be that person that was kind of like, well, I'm still here anyways, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, mm. yeah, definitely. We'll pick it up in the future, but too much right yeah, now. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> you'll come out of this and do something like crazy and amazing. Yeah, yeah and just definitely. have all this life experience from what you've done. Literally. Mm-hmm. Have you had anything negative come out of doing OnlyFans? Yes, I think, I think we all have. Yeah. And if you haven't, I don't know what delusion you're living with, but <laughs> I feel like to be in a public front, you are going to get hate no matter what. It doesn't matter where it's Instagram. It doesn't matter if it's OnlyFans. But I feel like just one thing triggers people about OnlyFans. And I think it's the fact that we have control like mm-hmm. of ourselves or our account mm-hmm. and just something that triggers men. <laughs> They're just, yeah, they get so unhappy. Why? I had a DM the other day. This guy's like, you know, I saw your nudes for free on Twitter. I was like, you know why I put them there, right? Like that, that was They're me. <laughs> yeah. But obviously did the trick. Like it's yeah, what I was funny. meant to do. And he's like, oh, thanks for the preview. I'm like, that's the entire point. Like you've tried to make me feel bad yeah. for something that's just promotion. So oh thank you. I'm probably secretly wanking over it anyway. Yeah. yeah. Like, let's yeah. be real. Literally. Yeah. Obviously being on a social platform, I think you're going to get haters no matter what. And I think the worst thing about OnlyFans is Yes, it, it does involve nudes, it involves sexuality. And I think if that gets exposed, that's a whole nother level that people, one, can't handle, but one also like, I don't know how to explain it. They can't handle projecting it. Like mm-hmm. one thing I've really learned over the last two months is so many people are projecting their own problems 100%. on other people. Yeah, And just because like we're set making money off fun, um, like why do you hate it? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like we aren't hating what you're going on in your search bar at home. That's yeah. probably a lot worse than what we've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously I think when we are on social media, we have to uplift not so much a public image, but we have to almost pretend like we are their girlfriends 24-7, especially yeah. on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. So it's like we have to hit this level of like what they want and what they need. And like, we're happy to do that. Like sometimes it's not that hard, but then there's times where like, bro, you're expecting too much. And like, you don't even know me. You need to know your boundaries. Yeah. And that was like the time where I had this no caller ID, even pre Europe. So we're talking like a year ago and it would be at times like 6 PM, 10 PM, like, 
kind of was becoming a bit of a habit. And at this point, I thought maybe it was one of the old guys that I had fucked off. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a bit yeah. of a creeper, which is kind of cute, but also like not when you're doing it like 10 times a fucking day. Yeah. Like, right? Like <laughs> yeah. just send me a message. Um, and then it slowed down for a little bit. And I remember this one time I was in the lounge room and my dad was there with me and I answered it. And he just had this like cracky, druggy, like mm. dehydrated voice. Mm. And I'm just like, okay, you don't sound anyone that I know. Yeah. Um, and then pretty much he made a comment and he was, it was just very sexual. And my dad was there and I was just like, oh. holy shit, like, the one time that he's there. Yeah. I don't remember exactly, but it said something like, I want to see your pussy dripping in my mouth. Like it was very like pretty straightforward. What? Yeah, pretty fr- straightforward. This is over the phone, this not is even a, a message. No, this is like oh on no God. call ID. I put it on loudspeaker and my dad was <gasps> right next to me in the lounge room we're watching TV. No. And so I think because my dad like made some noise or said something, went quiet for ages. So it was like pretty good. And then um, a few weeks ago, I actually was on OnlyFans, just happened to be on it. And it was like 11 p.m. at night and I had cleared all my messages. So I'd cleared absolutely Mm -hmm. everything. And then I get a no caller ID call and it was the same voice and I hadn't heard it for ages. And it was like, go on OnlyFans right now. And I thought, I'm going to fucking get you. Like I'm right on OnlyFans right now. Yeah. So anyways, I open up OnlyFans and it's this one person on my free account. And I just said, did you just call me? And they said, yeah, I did. And, but the scariest thing was, is when I scrolled up, the way that they spoke was so clear and formal and like businessmen. And then the way that he spoke on the phone, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what the hell? Yeah. So anyways, I then, you know, um, did a little bit of, um, angry talking on OnlyFans and I was just like, don't ever fucking call me. Like that is harassment. Um, I will get you tracked down, charged, Mm -hmm. like all of the above, um, and then obviously did contact OnlyFans dealing with that. But yeah, nothing has happened since then. That's but so freaky. it was yeah. about a year that I was constantly getting no clear ID calls. I thought about even changing my number, yeah. which would have affected my beauty right, business. True. So that was a massive reason as to why I didn't. Yeah. Um, thought about even, you know, going to um Optus to try and track that number. And right. then they said that it can literally take six months and cost two thousand dollars. It's better what? to go put a criminal case on. Oh my god. And I'm like that's a lot of effort though too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. So I don't know if you guys have ever done like when my content's been shared before and I've done criminal stuff. Right. It takes so long. Yeah. And it's like they're trying to talk to a OnlyFans that kind of is like a wall. You yeah. Know what oh, I mean? yeah, yeah 100%. No response. But yeah, so finally got that cleared. Haven't had no clear ID in a while. But yeah, that was pretty fucking scary and like just overwhelming because it was like I had this person constantly like on my yeah. back, constantly. It's like an obsession. Mm. That the weirdly, I have had a similar thing happen, but I didn't know who it was. I still to this day don't know who it was. Mm-hmm. But a person used to call me on no caller ID like three times a day and answer the phone and be like <gasps> and like just breathing and wouldn't say anything. Sometimes I'd hear the TV on in the background. It was it was really scary. And I never did anything about it because mm. I was like, I can't, like I can't. I didn't know you actually could do a criminal case mm-hmm. against something like yeah, that. Yeah, you can. It takes a very long time though, a yeah. very long time. But I mean, these guys just don't stop. Hey, it's so no. insane. Yeah. It's so insane. I don't know the limits, you no. know. They just always push the, the limit. Right? Like yeah. it'd be different if you're paying it while sending a call, but you're not. So mm-hmm. like yeah. maybe try that first. Yeah. That's what I was gonna yeah. say. So he was on your free page. Is yes. he sub to your main page as no, well? No, he was That's... only sub to my free page. So cheapskate. What? If you're gonna yeah. be that obsessed, at least pay. Yeah, right. well, like he's $10. paying more for calling me <laughs> exactly. than he is subscribed <laughs> to my account. You'd actually oh, get some more content out of that. Right? Yeah. Oh, so oh, insane. That's so funny. 
So obviously, given what we do for work, we have mm-hmm. to be really safe when it comes to, you know, practicing safe sex and all mm-hmm. of that. Have you had any scares in regards to STIs? Mm-hmm. Um, definitely had scares. And unfortunately, it has nothing to do with like content wise. But mm-hmm. because of those scares, it makes me so scared to broaden my content yeah. with even girls. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. having something... People need to remember that having a scare or even been given something is not only affecting, obviously, the different sex, but the same sex, especially when you're working in this industry and girls that do girl on girl content. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, obviously, the thing that's hit me the most is I've been currently going through a lot of ovary problems, a lot of gynecology problems. And one of the big sparks is there has been sparks of cervical cancer particles. Mm. And it was made clear to me that if I was to ever obviously get an STI, STD in the near future or even in a year, that could flare it up. Right. And so now I've been given pretty much like your life or sex. That's pretty much how oh, I feel. Wow. Um, and so, you know, it's really hard when I obviously do a lot of solo play and I love fucking myself. Yeah. So I'm like safe in that regards. Yeah. But even just, you know, wanting to go meet up for someone for content or go on a date, yeah. it's like scary. I have to think about like, you could literally give me cancer. I know that mm-hmm. sounds really silly, but it's no, true. No, absolutely. And then it's and also you don't want to be like, oh, if we're going to move, like progress this, you need to go and get these tests. Mm-hmm. That's a hard position it to is. be in. Yeah. What if they flip it back on you and like, there's nothing yes. wrong with me. I'm yeah. not going to get yes. a test. And I think that that is the most scariest thing is like, when we are doing content, we are so open with our team, with our girls, you know, with everyone, even if we do photos, like, and we're not even kissing, like you still want to make sure that person is safe mm-hmm. and like, you don't know the level of what they have as well. Yeah. And we are so comfortable, I think, with sharing about it. And I think it's a big thing that guys need to remember that a lot of the diseases don't actually affect them. So, for mm-hmm. example, one of the ones um, that I was researching about can actually only affect the cervix. So guys right. wouldn't even feel it. Guys wouldn't even know they have it. Yeah. And so, you know, obviously – what about if like we had a guy friend, uh, sorry, a boyfriend, and then we were having it, he cheated, whatever, I got it. And then I went and did content with you. Mm-hmm. Can you just imagine the amount of problems? And just yeah. like, we don't want that damage between our friendship no. or like obviously publicly shown. Yeah. Um, but I think it's so important that not only people need to worry about when they're making content, they need to worry about the other person and their safety. I think people need to worry about just everyone in life and the people that they're having yeah, sex 100%. with. And, you know, like at the end of the day, you probably like, it's just scary. It's just so scary. I think like even taking it one step further, I think, you know, like with like everyone in the industry, we get tested, you know, pretty much every two weeks if Mm -hmm. we're doing regular collabs and stuff. We're probably like, the most negative yes yes <laughs> negative and you'd think people. like people would have that stigma oh they're so dirty they're probably yeah. full of STDs but it's like, the opposite and it's like but the problem is the other people in society that don't get tested mm-hmm. regularly they're the ones that are like a threat to society and passing it around exactly and like we're sitting here you know obviously sexually active whether it be ourselves whether it be other people mm-hmm. and like as you said we're probably like the cleanest people like mm-hmm. getting tested regularly and it's people out there that are like probably haven't been tested in ages yes and years yeah it's just so concerning I think the older I get the more I realize that how much these little things can affect a body or Mm -hmm. a woman's body and I don't think it's spoken enough about let alone cared enough about and like you said like even just having the conversation of being like hey like we both need to get tested Mm -hmm. before we can start anything and that's what I will be doing I will not be touching any man any male without being like hey 
we need to do like tests, here's it clean. And like, that's the scary part is even if you do that agreement, how are you going to know that you're going to have loyal dick? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Once can, he gets the test, like well, he might go fuck someone the next literally, day and then they have an STI and then you get that STI. It's you just know like, I mean? and that's why I've just been like, all right, I'm going to stick with my dildo and me and it's just yeah. us. Like, <laughs> yeah, the two of us. <laughs> literally. Much yeah. easier that way. Right. Literally. At least I know it's loyal. <laughs> and I can choose, <laughs> like I can choose what it looks like. Together forever. Right. <laughs> We talked about hate a little bit before, mm-hmm. but how do you handle the hate that you get on social media or on OnlyFans if you get hate on there too? Yeah, um, I would say that I'm pretty lucky. I don't get a lot of hate directly through OnlyFans, um, only if I'm like not replying quick enough. Yeah. Um, but I'd say a lot of hate I get would be on Instagram or other socials that stems off from OnlyFans. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think ever since I was in high school, I have always dealt with drama. Um, unfortunately, drama I feel like follows me. That's why I won <laughs> the Drama Queen Award in year 12 formal. So bad. But um at the end of the day, I feel like my parents and my dad especially grew I grew up with the whole mentality of like you'll be right, you know, fall over, you'll be right, yeah, like mm-hmm. get over it. Um, when I'm older now, I wish that it was a little bit more sympathetic because I feel like now I struggle with being sympathetic because now I'm so sympathetic. I struggle with like stopping and being selfish. Yeah. But I think, as I said, the last few months, everyone has problems and they project it onto other people. Yeah. And I think you have to dig as much as you don't want to dig into the hate. You have to kind of read it and just be like, you are so troubled. And yeah. like, you have to project that on me. Mm-hmm. And yes, it does take, I think it takes a few practice to not let it get through to you. Yeah. But when you trust yourself and you know who you are and you know how you are, you know that that's bullshit. And I think one thing that I think with the hate, it takes it more to anger. I'm like, why do you want to do that to people? Why do you want to like talk that about people? Why do you want to say things like that? And it's just like when you look at their profile and you're like, they have a fake account, no profile picture or like, it's like, bro, (laughs) what the fuck? You know what I mean? And I think that is a sign where I'm like, okay, you're nothing, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. but I think it does take practice to deal with hate and it's not easy. I think taking breaks off social media is good. Um, But when I say a break, I mean like a day. I don't take longer than a day. It's hard when Instagram is your work. Um, And I think, yeah, it's just easy as blocking it. I also think as bad as it is to not engage with haters, I always do. I always have (laughs) to say a piece like on your post. I (laughs) could not handle that person talking shit. I was like, bro. Like, and then it also, I feel like it takes a matter of having two people or at least one bystander to step in and be like, bro, shut the fuck up Mm -hmm. or like you are out of line. And that I think stops this, like the carrying of bullying because when bystanders step in, that's when people get a hold accountable. They realize. Yeah. Yeah, Or hopefully realize. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think a lot of haters think that they're, well, as you know, they're on a hate roll and they just hate, 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 Mm -hmm. hate, 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 hate. And not anyone has actually stepped in and stood up against them. Yeah. And I think that when you do have someone bullying you, and you stand up against them, it's like, fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it makes you kind of feel like the bully a little bit. But I mean, at the end of the day, as long as you know your boundaries and not to cross the boundaries that they have, then at least you're just putting them into place. Yeah, no, definitely. Mm. I have this hater. I just want to, I don't I haven't even told Annie yet. I've got this hater on TikTok. She will comment multiple comments on every single video, no matter what it and is. And how come they don't get removed when you report them? So though? I some of them, them. So they get filtered. <laughs> Mine come up down the bottom and it's like, this comment has been filtered for hate, blah, blah, blah. She, so she keeps going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She started DMing me and she'll block me. So I can't reply. Oh my God. And then unblock me. And anyway, she's gone on to say, I'm 43 and I would be so disappointed in my daughter if she did oh, what you do. How is she even using Instagram? And I just 
replied and I said, what? I replied, I said, if my mum was an online troll, I would not be proud. Yeah. And she hasn't replied. No. I was like, I'm sorry, but I have to bite back. That's like on my story the other day, I literally said the same thing about that person that was like, oh my God, I'd be so upset if my daughter was anything like you. And I responded being like, well, I don't want anything to do with her. And then he was like, she's beautiful, all this stuff. I'm like, your daughter would be so embarrassed if Mm -hmm. she knew that you were commenting on someone that you don't know's Instagram. Hating on them. And then talking like that. What about on TikTok, the comments when it's like the transgender comments? Have you ever got the transgender comments? I haven't, but one of our friends has. Yeah, Yeah, so I used to get that when I was on live on TikTok. And I just thought like, okay, obviously it was like a dodgy account, but I just thought like how offensive to not only like me, but the actual transgender community because like – that's just so rude. Like, yeah. why, and what does it matter if like someone looks like something? But that's the thing because it's coming from a negative place. They're, they're saying it to be like, you're like, you know yes, what I mean? Like yes. it's derogatory. Yes. And it's like. But it's know, not that. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing wrong with and it. And it's like, you're not hurting me. But like the fact that you're saying that is like, exactly. you're, you're triggering me because you're hurting the other community. Exactly. So it's like, mm. yeah, but luckily we can handle the hate. So yeah, yeah, I know you've got to have thick skin <laughs> to do what we do. I, think. I do. I do. And yeah. I think that in the long run, we're definitely going to be grateful for it and the mm-hmm. experiences and yeah, you know, we keep kicking on. Yeah. yeah. So what do you think the biggest misconception about sex workers is? <laughs> that we're all sluts. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that we're all whores and that that's like, I think for me, one of the biggest things is I'm pretty vanilla. I'm pretty vanilla. I mm. um I think OnlyFans has actually broadened me up sexually. Yeah. Um and like ex- made me experience things that I probably would never have done. Um, it's broadened me up. Obviously, just doing things with other people. But I think a lot of people think that we're whores. And mm-hmm. back to the whole SDI thing is like you know we're dirty, we're unsafe, yeah. we're all of that. I am probably like I have been celibate. I feel like for almost. A, Obviously, it's not long, but like a month and a half, two months now. And that's quite long for me considering, you know, I'd be enjoying it like three times a day. Um, And I think the biggest biggest conception is that we're sluts and we're not. We are literally probably the most safest people. And if anything, I have been having it with myself the whole time. We're all pretty normal. So like literally, um, and I feel like we are pretty normal. And I think because we are publicly sexual everyone has that assumption that mm-hmm. we're whores. We've got all these partners, like this and that. Like you'd be surprised a lot of OnlyFans girls are secretly fucking their mans and you think it's the guy from down the street. Yeah. Like oh it's God. all about the caption, honey. Exactly. You know what it's I mean? It's so funny. I think um, it's really interesting when I meet someone and they go, oh, you're actually like really normal and down to earth. Right? And I'm like, what the fuck did you expect? Like, yeah. yeah. Um, the guy I was recently talking to, he literally said to me, he's like, you know, you're not that much of a baddie that everyone makes it out to seem. You're actually a good girl. And I just thought like, see, you have to really get to know someone mm-hmm. to actually push through. But I will admit, I do enjoy having that book cover because I feel like it sets boundaries for people not to come up and waste my time. Yeah. I know it sounds really bad, but it's true. And it saved me time in the long run. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people think I'm a bitch and then you come and talk to me and it's like, oh, you're actually not a bitch. Yeah. But then the people that probably thought that are people that I probably wouldn't have yeah. so want a connection They're with anyways. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Or, um, you know, maybe they have their own insecurities or something. And like, you know, I, I appreciate that everyone has their own insecurities, but they get to a level when their insecurities start dropping in on you. Mm-hmm. And that drains my energy. Like yeah. that drains my energy. For sure. Mm. Okay. Last question. What 
is the craziest request you've ever received on OnlyFans? <laughs> okay, so this is actually going to be quite funny because it started on Marketplace and then it ended up on OnlyFans. So what? Yeah, <laughs> you guys are going to die, and I hope that you guys try this. Oh my God. So um, I put some lingerie up on marketplace but it was more like a set like it was nothing like too dirty like ex for example if a girl wanted to buy it they'd be happy to buy it right, so gotcha. i made it try to i made it try to seem like as resellable and not like as slutty as possible okay and i just put it on marketplace i did it 50 bucks and there was like some like old old undies that had like you know like cupcakes and it was like eat me and just like little cute yeah. things and I put it in, I'm pretty sure I put it in bikinis on the girl category. And I had, I'm telling you, if I grab my phone, I have like 300 replies from men. No, I'm going to do this. Done. Mm -hmm. done. <laughs> That's then, so smart. And then obviously back and forth a few of them. And originally I tried to get it posted because I thought I don't want to meet up with someone. I'll yeah. just post it. I'll do a cheap postage. Then I actually went to dinner with a girlfriend and he was near Garden City. So I was like, all right, I'm near there. I'll meet up with you. And he was actually one of the cutest boys. Okay, not boys. It was a man. <laughs> um, and I'm not really into Asians, but he was a cutie. Okay. He was not, and I thought, you should not be paying for people. Yeah. Like, but I'll take oh it. Oh, my goodness. Wow. So um, he took a few undies. They, they were obviously not worn. And then he messaged me that night and he was like, I want to buy anything that you have. I want worn, unworn. I want shoes. So I ended up having like a garbage bag full of four pairs of heels um, that were like ratchet as like ready to go in the bin. Like I was going to put them in the bin. Um, I had socks that were worn. I also had undies. And then he, I said to him, you know, if you want to go on my OnlyFans, like I have content if you want to buy it. Mm -hmm. So he went on my OnlyFans and then he messaged me maybe a week later and I have him saved as my on my phone as Harry from Marketplace. <laughs> Love you, Harry. Um, if that's even his real name. <laughs> Anyways, but he then started messaging me heaps and asking for content and just like, little things like socks and he just asked them for like three days worn and I thought yeah easy like and then he asked me for my Nike ones and I thought you're not getting my Nike ones no. like they're my favorite <laughs> you're not getting them and then he asked me this was like the most weirdest request but he asked it on OnlyFans and I think he did that because then I wouldn't connect it that it was him okay so he asked it on OnlyFans and he said that he'd get it posted and then when I actually did the writing out for the postage I connected the dots and I'm like this is the number oh. so it was a week's worth, and I mean seven days worth of shitty undies. And when I say shitty, I mean shitty. Like quite literally. Ah, uh, yes, yes, <laughs> oh, yes. No. Um, it was very good money, hence why I did it. Okay. Um, and obviously I thought, you know what, like we kind of built this somewhat, con not connection, but trust yeah. level. Yeah. Um, and it was seven days worth, and I just thought like, I just thought, how am I going to hide these? Like, how am I, where am I going to put yeah, where these? Where do you leave them? Like, day yeah, one. Right. Like a Ziploc bag right. in the drawer. Right. And obviously, you know, sometimes when I'm a bit behind the schedule, my parents were like, you got any washing? And I'm like, I hope to God oh, they don't no. pick these up or like see them and they're thinking I'm not wiping my ass properly or oh some bullshit. God. But yeah, that was probably the it. most weirdest one. Um, I wouldn't say it was like the strangest but I would say it's the weirdest yeah. definitely wow. the weirdest yeah I enjoyed that very much yeah and now Taylor and I know what we're heard doing of anything like that <laughs> yeah yeah and I feel like it's so it's so crazy I thought what the hell this all came from marketplace that's so I'm gonna insane. have to wait till I get home though because I bought like all my favorite lingerie yeah. undies with me yeah so I'm not gonna sell them but um <laughs> no. that was pretty crazy so I feel like I'm making money from him in three different platforms oh my god slay right <gasps> pretty good that's, that's amazing <laughs> yeah but that was probably the craziest so good that's a good finish up yeah <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us, Priscilla. Thanks for having me, girls. You're okay. so interesting. We loved it. Good to be here. <laughs> Good to be here with you. 
Where can our listeners find you if they would like to follow you or subscribe? Um, you can find me on Instagram at, at Priscilla.Martin with three N's and OnlyFans with Brunette Barbie. Love it. Amazing. Oh, and TikTok. Oh, yeah. What's your TikTok? Um, underscore Priscilla Martin. Forgot about TikTok. Always forget <laughs> about TikTok, man. Damn. We'll tag you too. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to finish it up with a new segment. We are going to be giving our recommendations. So it could be anything from books to TV shows to food, literally anything. Taylor? I love this. What have you got? <laughs> Mine is a podcast okay. this week. Is it ours? It's not ours. <laughs> ours is always a recommendation. But similar vibes. Okay. Um, it is called Girls Next Level Ooh. and it's Holly and Bridget from the Girls Next Door show from the Playboy Mansion. Oh, my God. Yeah. No way. That's cool. I think it's kind of old. I feel like it's a few years old. Okay. But I've, um, they were just on Call Her Daddy oh. last week and then they were talking about their podcast. I'm like, I need to listen mm-hmm. to this. So they actually re-watch all of the episodes of Girls Next Door no and break it down and, like, talk about Hugh Hefner and what it was really like and, like, Stop. just fully break into everything. That's and how so they were juicy. Portrayed. Yeah. It's so, really interesting. So what? Do they talk about, like, what was real, what was fake? Yeah. Like, oh, my God. That's yep. cool. I'll definitely listen to like, that. Like, I'm only up to I think I've listened to like six or seven episodes but even in the first episodes of the tv show they're like they used the same footage of Kendra working out on one day to make it look like she was working out every day no way (laughs) it's just cut up the girl's like this is so fake that's crazy um I don't want to give away too much but they actually only slept with him on nights that they went out to a nightclub when he was on drugs seriously yeah so they're like it wasn't even that like it wasn't, it wasn't an overly yeah. sexual relationship they're yeah. like it was only on those club nights and each girl would only be intimate with him for like less than 60 seconds oh okay and then they try and like sneak out oh so what he couldn't last though is that why well there was sometimes like 16 girls oh so, he's just so it was like through. one one yeah okay right that's yeah. a lot not we probably wasn't very safe sex no but, um, i was just like wow you think that you know it was yeah. I guess a, a lot more sexualized and for sure. Yeah. Another interesting thing. Yeah. I'm going into this too much, but he had this notebook and when he would give the girls their paychecks every week, it was a thousand dollars a week they got for clothes. Right. Um, he would sort of be a little bit salty and be like, Oh, you've been telling me you've had your period for three weeks. What's going on there? Cause they were like trying to get out of having oh. sex with him. And he'd try and withhold their pay. No way. And like to make note of what they were up to. Shut up. That's yeah. crazy. Insane. Oh, I feel sorry for them. There's like hundreds of episodes. Oh I've only listened to a few, but that's my recommendation. I'm excited. I like that. <laughs> What's yours? <laughs> okay. So mine's very different. It's okay. <laughs> it's a, a food kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Jevity Bone Broth Sauce. And it's like a Chipotle sauce, okay. but it's, it's called Barbecue Bellies. That's the flavor yeah. that it is. And you can get it at health food stores. It's quite expensive. It's like $18 for a jar, but this stuff is crack and it's healthy for you. It's like, it's got apple cider vinegar in it. It's got like all natural organic ingredients and it's like got bone broth in it, obviously. So it's good for yeah. your gut, but it tastes so good and it's gluten-free and it's um, low calorie. And oh it's my just, goodness. Yeah. It's the best. And it's I worth, probably can't have it. I'm pretty sure it's vegan. I don't think really? there's egg in there. Yeah. But I, isn't it bone broth? Yeah, but it's oh. bone broth. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, how does that work? Vegan bones, yeah. I looked at the label. I'm like, oh, my God, Taylor can have this. <laughs> sorry, but this is to our listeners, so yeah. they can have it. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll they smell should do it a vegan. and recommend for you guys. Yeah. 
Thank you so much for listening this week, guys. Make sure to give us a follow on all of our socials to keep up to date. And if you want to hear anything from us, make sure to send us a DM or an email. Our Instagram is doubledose.thepodcast. Um, yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye. Double dose. Double dose. <laughs>